Hey everyone, and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, and I'm joined by, well, two Red Rangers, apparently. Matt's here. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here. Well, we're, we're competing for the for the top spot, clearly. Connor, just well, accept- clearly, you're the Orange Ranger, so <laughs> I'll take that. Nah, just just accept you're Rocky, right? Matt's, Matt's Jason, you're Rocky. Uh, I'm second generation Tommy, because I'm wearing white. Uh. All right, there we go. I do not agree to this. So there we go. That's Especially it. yours. I, I disagree with yours more than I do him, be, him being... What? I'm super Jason. cool. Everyone's <laughs> favourite. Excellent. I'll watch that. Right. If you've not guessed, we talk about movies here, and on this episode, we are talking about the new Power Rangers movie. We actually got together for an episode of 121 in Flux and talked about the 1995 movie. I'll make sure there's a link in the corner about now. And, uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about the new movie, 2017... A big reboot, big budget, and we will start spoiler-free. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers, probably about a third of the way through. And, yeah, there we go. We're just going to get straight into it. And, obviously, uh, reviews are pretty 50-50 for it. It's at, like, 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, 46, last I checked, but... um, It's been varying a lot between that kind of... 54% of those are wrong, so... (laughs) Well, we know where Matt stands. Yeah. Matt, Matt can't hold it in. He blows his load. Like he doesn't wait for every time. He, he doesn't wait until we ask, "Did we like it?" Matt has to just no. blurt it out. But, but clearly, that's tongue in cheek because no no movie's really a hundred percent unless you're Toy Story three. And even then, there's that one guy that ruins it all because he just loves to do it. So, well, you know. the, the recent example of that is Get Out, which was a hundred percent until one guy decided to give Same it a review. It was yeah. Same. Same guy. He's notorious. He's got a reputation. But yeah, Power Rangers. I like this movie. Yeah. Do you remember um, talking about it when it first was announced, Pete? It was close to three years ago. Uh, Yeah, yeah, vaguely. And we heard that uh, Orsi, Orky, was was producing and we were kind of bummed out. And yeah. then... That's it. I do remember also upswinging when I heard people who were involved in rating X-Men First Class were involved in the writing the script. Yep. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I can actually kind of recognize some of those elements in the movie because... You can, yep. especially with the, in the, the link that the kids have, their, their bond. Yeah, yep. well, I, I would say they both have this unique skill of even if the, all the kids don't get a super amount of screen time, they all feel developed enough that I, I like them all. I cared yep. about them all. Yeah, it's, three it's out of the five. Three out of the five are clearly the priority. Yeah. Sure, sure, but I, I don't think any of them get super shortchanged either. No, I, I think obviously you got five. You have to sort of pick who, who's who's getting the most time, who's you know, mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, so I think that's actually the first, probably the, the first thing I'd say about this movie is that it puts character first, and it's one of the things that you know a lot of people were saying. Oh, this looks like an old Transformers movie. It looks like base Transformers. It looks like that. It looks like this. And honestly, I mean, maybe that's the fault of the trailers and stuff for selling it uh, the wrong yeah. way. But mm. it does put character first. Not only does mm. it take its time before we even get to things like suits and zords and all the rest of it, it actually earns it. It makes you care about them to a point where it's not easy. So when they t- do actually put on the suits, you're already completely sold. You're, you're into it as a teen character movie. Oh. Before yeah, you it's, it's, a, it's, it's how an origin story is properly done. Like, there's no rushing to just get them in the suits. And so, like Pete said, when they do finally get into the suits, it has weight and meaning, and it's, yeah. yeah. A lot more of this movie than I expected going in plays like a coming-of-age film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which I really uh, liked. 
which that was the other thing that that made us swing up early on was we'd we'd heard there was going to be some like Breakfast Club tones. Yeah, they, and, they said it was going to be a John Hughes movie mixed with a superhero movie. And and I think it delivered on that because all the characters each have their own distinct personality and they don't feel like archetypes, you know? Mm, no. Yeah, they're there. Like, Jason's still, like, cool, popular jock dude, but there's yeah, but way ve- more to him. Very quickly. I mean, the opening scene, not so much, but very quick. As soon as we get yeah. to the detention, very quickly he does yeah. some stuff. And I'm like, oh, right, he's more interested than I thought he was. Yeah, uh, I agree. And it just it kind of it kind of goes that way. I, I, obviously, I think you have Jason, and then Kimberly and Billy are definitely the sort of the next two in terms of the the time spent and how much yeah. character they have. But that's not to say that Trini and Zach get shortchanged because there's still enough there. There's still enough where you feel like uh-huh. I understand who these people are and what they do for the team, uh, and them bonding because they they're all essentially strangers. To, I mean, they've heard of each other because they're in the school, but together, mm-hmm. but they're all part of different social circles. You know, Billy's one of the nerds, and Jason's one of the jocks mm-hmm. and Kimberly's one of the it girls and uh, yeah. Zach's hardly ever there because he's a delinquent <laughs> well and, and Trini's the, the weird girl, girl. like and, yeah the new girl specifically yeah yeah and so the, again they are archetypes but only on the skin level you yeah. know it's only skin deep because once you get to know these characters a lot like in the breakfast club they're more than just that label yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think I think the reviews, because they are kind of 50-50, I think the reason why they are that way is I think the people who do not have a fondness for the material, they don't, you know, they don't have, they didn't grow up with it or whatever, I think the moment the movie loses them is when you get to something like Alpha, and it's it's, it's really cheesy compared to a lot of what's came before it, and for us it's like, because yeah, this is what, one of the complaints I saw in some of the reviews that I just don't understand, is, and this was a quote almost word for word from one of the reviews, is... It's a movie that's ashamed of its own source material, and I do not get that at all. Yeah, that's false. I I think at times it it struggles as to whether it wants to be cheesy or if it wants to be serious. There's a bit of a tonal imbalance at points. Yeah, but but it's never ashamed. No. No. Because if you full go, then you have the one we talked about last time, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. And no, this is a, a hard reboot. And but, I, yeah, but I, I do think it's a fair point though if you do not care about Power Rangers and you don't want the superhero side of it you don't want the cheesier side that does come later on I think yeah you probably won't be into this movie and I think that's that's fine that's fair it's, it's not but then why are you seeing it well you're yeah, not that, you know what I mean? Matt this is a spoiler for you <laughs> section of the review this is for people who are deciding if they want to go see it or not I, I know I get that but I feel like it's one of those things where it's either like I'm familiar with Power Rangers or I'm not, and I, I feel like if you're not familiar, like, my dad... Uh, no, but Matt, that's bullshit, and- because this is for new people as well. I think the, the, I the trailers were the cheesier side, though, for the most yeah. part. They, they didn't really focus yeah. much, like we said, oh, we weren't oh, I, no, character. I, they- I disagree, I don't think they were. I, I think that the, I think the reason why the trailers were received so poorly is because it was showing you the stuff that should feel cheesy, and it was dressing it up, and it was trying to make you feel like it was cool and hip and edgy, like Transformers. Well, and that's what I, that's what I mean. So the people that see that and are like, "Oh, okay, I'm down with that," then they're the ones that are gonna, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. I can't see anybody going in there like, "Hey, what's Power Rangers?" I don't, I'm not familiar. Oh, it's sure. not like Ant-Man. But I don't, think I, mean? you, I don't think you have to be... That's why I'd say you don't have to have a fond... I mean, a fondness for it definitely helps, don't get me wrong. No, there's, no, but a familiarity. There's nostalgia you know? there. But I don't think you have to have familiarity, though. I think it's just if you're into cheesy superhero stuff, you're fine with that shift. It's just some I people... I my dad see this somehow, because... But, 
But it's, I it's, just want to say he watched all those with me when I was a kid, and he watched as an adult, right? Mm. So he has a completely different view. So I want to see, you know, he likes all the superhero stuff too. Uh, I mean, he he recommended The Wall, which I still haven't seen with uh, Matt Damon in China. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yes, you did have to tell me what that was because I wasn't going to remember what The Wall was. Yeah, the Great Wall. I'm sorry, I, I forgot that part. But you know, I just I, I'd like to see someone who's different go into it and see because yeah, so, I'm too close to it. So I think people who maybe go in and enjoy the character stuff, but then it takes the shifts into the, the cheesier things. I can see why they maybe if if they don't want that if they don't like no I was maybe enjoying the character drama but I'm not in for this I can see why they don't like it but if you're here for that if you want to see Alpha if you want to see Zordon if you want to see them in suits and Zords and giant robot dinosaurs it it goes to places it it does things it does cheesy things that I never thought it was going to do and I'll save what they are for spoilers oh. but of course but it did surprise me with a couple of things a couple of references and lines that i was not expecting cool. to be in the movie go connor i was just gonna say there are some things that feel even for me a little bit too cheesy and mainly that's that's probably rita it's it's like everything well, she's else over well, the top. she's over the top everything's turned up to say nine and then she's 11 and even for this movie where it embraces the cheese at times she feels too far yeah she she does go over over the line a couple of times it's kind of weird though i went on this weird this weird uh, kind of trip with her where she felt kind of generic at first and then she felt like she was way cheesier than anything else in the movie but then when we got to the last like third when everything else was getting cheesy it kind of settled back into place with her if that yeah. makes sense you know, yeah, that makes sense. They uh, had to ramp up to her level. Kind of, yeah. It kind of felt like that. <laughs> yeah. And if she ramps up, if they're ramping up at the same time, it doesn't. I don't think it's as impactful. I don't think it hits because it it's very much structured like one of the original shows. I mean, it's much more front-loaded, but once we start getting into Rita and her plan and then the Rangers having to react, it felt very much like a traditional episode. Yeah, but unlike the uh, the pilot for the show, it actually didn't just here well, Zords powers. Here you go, go, go exactly. Fight. <laughs> and that's what I mean. It's much more front loaded, where we're spending much more time with them as characters yeah. versus Rangers. Where on a kids show, you're going to jump right to the action. And, and let's be honest, it made us care about them before they ever got to the powers. Mm-hmm. It it gave Zordon some more depth than I was expecting, which was really nice. Yeah, right from the yeah. opening scene. Yeah, uh, like, I was like, oh, oh that, this is different. Let's not talk about the opening scene, though. I feel like uh, that's, I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah. I'm just saying immediately, it's like, oh, this is different. I, I just yeah. the only thing I'll say about that in the spoiler-free section is that it does add some stuff to the mythology, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and we'll save that. Which for... is crazy that we're talking about Power Rangers canon. Like, <laughs> why not? Why the hell? I, I'm not? used to it with comics and Star Wars, just not with Rangers. But like, this, it's... Is, this is almost what they want, though. They they, they make a, huh? they spend a hundred million dollars on a movie like this. They age it up a bit. And they give it legitimately good character work, and I'm like, no, this is. It's I, I, uh, just because obviously you mentioned the budget there, 100 million, and yeah. I know it's had a, a pretty decent weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. weekend. How much do you think they got from Krispy Kreme to to offset some of that? At least a third. Um, <laughs> I, I I'll say this: I think whatever Krispy Kreme, Kreme paid for their endorsement in this film. They got their money's worth, and that's I'll just leave it at that. So yeah, so, I think we want to get to plot points and actually talk about the, the meat. So I, what I just want to sum up with the spoiler-free stuff is, in terms of positives, they put characters first, and that's what really separates it from the, the, the sludge of something like Transformers, where there is no characters, and it's just 
weightless and nothing means anything. Here, stuff oh. means something, and because of that, it puts it above a lot of blockbusters that have, you yeah, know, recently. It really makes you care, especially about one in particular who who is yeah. the, the probably I'd say with the heart of the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Um, I was happy with all the individual Zords. I thought they looked great. I thought the only one that I didn't quite recognise was the Mastodon, who felt a lot more kind of spider-like, almost. Yeah. In its defence, yeah. do they ever specifically say it's the Mastodon? They don't, but the rest of them so are all the same things The rest the of them are all the same, but then I was that one was like, it's so... Un- I couldn't see a well, Mastodon in it, no matter how hard I tried. We'll, yeah. we'll I talk about this likes, in, pretty sure. until you pass the spoiler point. Yeah. So, you know... Because I have some takes on that. Yeah, I, I was I just wanted to say, I thought the individual swords were, swords were great. They put them to good they use. They look cool. I like, thought... they look like, they, they looked like, like, spaceships. Not spaceships, but you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Alien like, technology. That, yeah, yeah, that that was just recognizable enough, and each had a specific point. Yeah. I'll tell you, this is the only time I've ever wanted the pterodactyl, because it's this super cool jet, you know? That is yeah, true. Pterodactyl's great. Yeah. Uh, I think the only disappointing thing with the Zords, though, is the Megazord for a couple... Of, and the Megazord fight itself is actually pretty cool, but there's mm-hmm. just a, there's a couple of disappointing things about how it looks, and I, we'll talk about that maybe more in the spoilers, but mm-hmm. I think if I'm going to put some nitpicks on there, there's that. And then the other nitpick that I'll put in the spoiler-free section is that I do wish they spent a little bit more time in the suits before the Zords. You know, that there's a fight that's really good in the suits, but I wish it went on just a bit longer. I feel like it was a wee bit quick yeah. before we got yeah. to Zords, but... Anyway, yeah. Any spoiler-free uh, sort of thoughts before we? I'd say it was surprisingly funny. Uh, I, mm. I wasn't expecting it to be quite as humorous as it was, and yep. that was really enjoyable. That's... And go on. Matt. I just think I think that's a lot on RJ. What's his name? RJ Seiler, yeah, who plays Billy, the Blue yeah. Ranger. Yeah, he's that guy's got some time because he was in Mean Earl and the Dying Girl, and he's funny in that too. Yeah, he was great in that. So. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I was gonna say I really enjoyed Brian Tyler's score. I thought it was, uh, it was uh, excellent throughout. I, what did like... you guys think of the soundtrack to it? Not just the score, but the they use music that I'm not used to. I'm um, not used to this much rock music being in a movie anymore. Uh, that was fine. I, I to go back to the score just briefly. I did like the mm-hmm. score had this weird kind of. I don't even know how to describe it, but there's this weird sort of synthy riff that plays under the actual yeah. heroic orchestra. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a synth arpeggiator. Aye, that that thing. I'll just you yeah. can Google that, and I'll yeah. come up with what it what, is. What so. Connor said. Yeah, yeah. that thing. It, it gave it a really cool, kind of unique feel to it. It didn't just feel like every other superhero score, which I thought was yeah. interesting. It made it gave it that alien layer, where because you know all this stuff in the movie, it's all alien technology. The powers come from aliens and other planets. It just gave it that layer to the music. And I thought it was cool. As for the songs, uh, yeah, it was it was fine. Like I thought some of them worked, some of them didn't. I will say this: so the the the, the credits at the end. Uh, the the titles, if you will, it uh-huh. it kicks into it. I've got the power, and I was super pumped because that uh-huh. song was in the first movie, and then it went into this really bad uh, cover of Remix. it, and I yeah. didn't like the cover because the because the first few bars of the riff, you know, the the famous uh-huh. riff, yeah. uh, and then it goes into this other thing, and I was like, oh, <laughs> but yeah. I just I'm not I'm not used to actual songs being used in movies because you know that's out of the budget, out of you know, yeah. And that's I, not part I, of the score or anything. I like it a lot of them. There's a lot of covers, though. Crispy Cream paid for a lot of that music, so that's, that's okay. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But I just I appreciated that. As, as someone that leans more towards the rock side of the music spectrum, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't get that as much anymore. And it, it kind of made it feel like a throwback. So yeah. the, the closest thing it reminded me to in modern times in sense of soundtrack was uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sort of in bit. that range. Yeah. yeah. I think they still had a bit more score than that did, but I can see what you're saying in mm-hmm. terms of the 
the actual. But that was yeah. part of the story too with Guardians. This it's not yeah. so much. Yeah, but... there's a few. There's a few times where I'm like, oh, that's a character beat, and I like that with that yeah. song. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty Somewhere. cool. Uh, so uh, just just to wrap up spoiler free section, uh, I will say that I am genuinely really happy that we have all come into this and out of it feeling this positive because I was worried they they ruined Batman, Superman, and Turtles in the last couple of years, and I was really worried that they'd oh. also ruined Miller Baby. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's my, definitely not perfect. But it's not. No, no, it's not. But it's my my wife. We watched the Justice League trailer yesterday, and she was just like, "Yeah, I don't want to see that." <laughs> and I just I'm living in a place where my my main fandom of comics, I'm not excited for for DC stuff as much, and then Power Rangers comes out, which was my main thing as a kid, and it's good. I'm like I don't want to have to trade DC for Rangers. I, like, I think I think because but at the same time, but at the same time, I'm like yeah, give me six more of these. Yeah, exactly. This, they've got a yeah. six movie plan. Bring it. I'm I'm down. Yep. Bring it. <laughs> which and that's the thing. Plan. They're not just throwing it together they're like oh this one worked here's some more <laughs> admittedly I, I do think they shouldn't announce that it's a six movie plan i, I feel like yeah, too, you, too, too you many over plan yeah can't you? too many studios are saying we've got six seven movies planned for things and it should calm down a little bit let's chill power rangers is no king arthur all right <laughs> <laughs> uh i think like to wrap up though what i'll say is we're all feeling positive and i think as much as there are there are nitpicks there are problems there's things mm-hmm. that you if you if you want to dislike it you can pick things apart sure and if you're not done with the, the cheesier superhero stuff you can hate it as sure but what it does well it does well something that i didn't ever expect it to do well i was expecting it to do other things well but not the, the actual the, the good core character stuff is something that i expect most blockbusters of this type to fail at that i am really impressed yeah, so, you really go in expecting, uh, I'll sit through the character tr- sludge and then I'll get some cool action. But it's not that yeah. at all. Yeah, it's got a heart. And that's... Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's one character in particular who feels at the heart of the movie, but I think they all have mm-hmm. a heart. And I think that, mm-hmm. that goes a long way. So, yeah. All right, so from this point on, we are going to go full spoilers for Power Rangers. You have been warned. Uh, so I want to talk about the... Let's talk about the opening, the, 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 the prelude, mm-hmm. 65 million years ago uh, sequence where they reveal that Zordon was a red ranger when he was a mm-hmm. physical being, and that Rita was a green ranger, and yeah. she betrayed them and was evil and was trying to take over the universe. She was going for the Zeo crystals, and every civilized planet has a Zeo crystal buried in its earth. Zeo crystals! It has, a, it has a piece of the Zeo crystal. Yeah, a piece of the Zeo crystal, yeah. yes. And he basically gets Alpha to drop a bomb on them to stop her, and that's kind of it. But what I love about this is that this adds so much mythology. It's like that's why she has green energy because she was the Green yeah. Ranger. Yeah, um, it makes sense why she has the coin, right? Uh, because it was hers, and, and it we, makes and it her... why Zordon is such a leader because yeah. he was the Red Ranger. And, and the, the whole idea that the command center is actually their ship, which has been you know over millions of years buried under the rock, kind of thing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's under there, and it's it's in a quarry, which is very reminiscent of the the, the place that it was in the show, which is cool. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. That, that's the one thing I will say that was really weird for me is Angel Grove being this small fishing town, mm-hmm. whereas mm. it never felt like that in the show. It always felt like you know this is this is nice and sunny, and, and like I said, we we had the quarries oh. and stuff, but this was all rainy and forest, and it, it but just I liked so it. Different. It gave the town yeah. character, and it didn't feel disposable. So yeah, I'm not saying it was a so bad when... thing. It was just it was so different. Yeah. yeah. So now I love what that did to the mythology. Now there was a couple of weird things at the start. Obviously, you have the scene with Jason that introduces him, 
Mm-hmm. And there's the bull joke, which I actually, I mean, some people have been complaining about. It. I actually thought it was kind of funny, but um, I got, I got that a joke out of it. That never, that joke never gets old because you see it pop up in memes and do, whatnot. Do you know yeah. what? It, it, it wasn't that funny until the kid was like, "But no, it was really big and hard, and I had to keep go- oh, <laughs> I had to use two hands." And it's, it's, it's when he goes and checks. It, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's because he gets so specific about how he's doing it, and it sounds so dirty for a Power Rangers joke that it really made me yeah. laugh. But. It's, it immediately goes, oh, that's what this movie is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that so, makes you, it makes you worry, and it does make you worry just a little bit. Are they all going to be that crude? And it's not. It's probably the most crude oh. joke in the entire thing, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I thought was really strange about the start, and it kind of doesn't fit the tone of the movie, like either any of the tones, is that after Jason like flips his car because he gets in a car crash, mm-hmm. and that that it, that does his knee in, which means he can't play football anymore, and that's part of his character, but. Mm-hmm. The title screen? It doesn't, the t- we don't get the title after the cool 65 million years flashback. We get a title screen after this scene, and it's it's yeah. like Logan. It's this gritty, just subtle in the corner, like, this is going to be a gritty drama title. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I, I, I take that as though they have to set up, like, the golden boy having the fall from grace, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it has to be worse than everybody else. Because the, they could have opened with the Kimberly storyline, you know? So uh, I'm thankful that they did it with the Jason I like that. I like that. I like that they're all pretty flawed, though. They all have their issues, uh, which which I like. And so we introduced them at, at detention. And Jason defends Billy from a bully, and I love it. He sla- do, do you know what I love? Not only is it such a good moment where you get who Jason is, is that he will stick up for the kid, even though he's he's obviously a jerk. He keeps making the wrong decisions, and he keeps ruining things by mm-hmm. doing pranks and whatnot. He does this thing where he slaps the bully. And the Billy's so shocked where he's like, did you just slap me? I love it. Yeah. It's a full-on bitch slap. Yeah. It is. But do you I will that? say that one fault of the movie is it could have used some Bulk and Skull. That's somewhere. what I mean. Like, these characters, like, you have, have been... this Bully. It's like, that could have been Bulk. No, no yeah, problem. Just, I did just like, do it. I did want to point out, though, the Billy was ginger. I just... <laughs> this is important you information. that. Important yes. information. Of course the prick is ginger. That just makes sense. Uh, it's, uh, it's perfect uh, casting. Uh, but... Funny. <laughs> not gonna argue with that but actually it sets up a joke when they're in the zord right and jason like controls the arm and he, sl- he bitch slaps goldar with the zord right uh-huh. and do you know what i love about that it's a great callback but what i love about it more than anything is that not all the characters were there for that earlier scene so i love that billy reacts he goes oh you just did that you did to the billy but then he acknowledges he's like you all went there for that but trust me that was that was good <laughs> yeah well, and, it, and it plays into billy who come tells jason that he's on the spectrum yeah. So he's autistic. And I thought that was a nice touch, you know, and a in a way to give him character and make him awkward without it being cheesy or overly done it, and it stops it being that he's just a a nerd and he, he exactly. can't relate to people. There is a physical way, like no, he cannot relate to people in the same way. There is a right. reason yeah. for this. But at the same time he, he is the heart of the movie. Like the way he connects Absolutely. to everyone is great. But, uh, and that's that's his arc. Like Billy gets yeah. that arc to where he's this lone kid, and he gets that where you know if, if something happens, you know I'm not alone anymore. And yeah. his dad and, passed away and left him alone. Yeah, and that's something that's really good. I mean, talked about you making making them uh, care about the characters. Is that they all have their own arc. Some are better than others. Some are deeper than others. But mm-hmm. they all have something. They all have something that's there. Yeah. And uh, we learn so in this opening. So we've mentioned to Jason, we're interested to Billy, who who defends. We're interested to Kimberly, who we see she's got a problem with this other girl. She cuts her hair in the bathroom. Yep. We know she's been ostracized from a group or popularity group. We don't know why at this point. Yep. And so it's when Jason's leaving, and and Billy 
Billy co- uh, comes out, he's like, oh, do you want to, like, I need your help with something tonight. Uh, and Jason's like, oh, I'm under house arrest. So, and I like that, because at first you think he's trying to just get out of it, and it, you feel like, mm-hmm. oh, has he been a douche? But he's <laughs> and like, then no, he falls no. up his, yeah. his leg, he's like, hey, look, I really can't. Yeah, and then Billy's like, I can, I can deal with that, that's fine. I'm a scientist. I got yeah, you, did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's all fun. So that, that leads them out to the quarry, and you, obviously this is where mm-hmm. things are going to go down, and Kimberly's out there. Kimberly being out there skinny dip, well, not skinny dipping quite. She's still got her underwear on. She's, which, she's swimming. Which, she hikes. She lives on the other side of the mountain. I mean, there's some clumsy exposition all throughout yeah. this, but it's also, I expected that. So, Joe, uh, jo, I love the, the, the whole rule where they're, they're wearing their colors the whole time. Yeah. It's still in play. It's more subtle, though. Like, sometimes it's just a it bit is. of red text on the shirt, something. But what I thought was funny is that Kimberly in this scene, it was her bra that was pink, and I thought yeah. that was like, yeah, sure, make her bra pink, and we have to see her bra, obviously. So, right. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna do it, we might as well make it pink. <laughs> yeah, we might as well make it relevant to the core concept yeah, of Power Rangers. It's gotta stand out in the darkness, guys. You can't be a dark color. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, and that's where Zach sort of lives out there in a sort of trailer with with his mother yep. who's sick and he's, he's noticed that Trini goes out there to like meditate or whatever uh, in the rocks. I love that. Her introduction of her just listening to like death metal while <laughs> meditating was, yoga on a cliff. Like I was like, I like her. Straight away when you get that. It's like, uh, yeah. this I can appreciate. I think honestly they're all, I think Zach maybe takes a little bit longer to like, but they're all pretty yeah. quickly likable. There's very well, few he's kind of kinda just like the one that's there. Like he doesn't seem to have a purpose. He just, he's, it looks like he's living out of that train and then yeah. he starts to get unpeeled and then his story takes an emotional turn and yeah. I appreciated I, that. I do feel to some degree though, him and Trini are both kind of, there, they definitely don't get as much as the other three. No, no they get some stuff. I, I think they get enough where you care about them and you like them. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, the- certain sequence where it really stood out to me how little this movie cared about those two by comparison. It's uh, just after they get all their powers and you're doing, they're showing that they have super strength. Mm-hmm. And first, I thought it was weird that they showed me three separate things of it. It's like you know, once was enough. I didn't really need three no. things of it. But then the fact that they just did those three and didn't show us the other two it was like what? okay these are the three we care about actually no, i'm going to justify that now you could argue it's still because we're i mean we are focusing on those three more at this point in the movie don't get me wrong but to me at that point we've not really learned who those two are yet they were there they showed up at that scene but mm-hmm. they, they, they weren't really introduced yet but even i don't think we even really knew their names during the no. whole finding the coins thing like these three characters that we're seeing how it's affecting them were the ones we already knew from school and we'd seen them yeah, day interact day. with one another. So to me, that's less that it, it's ignoring those characters, and more that we've not really gotten to know them yet. Fair enough. I still don't think we needed three in general, though. Maybe it felt like it went well, on too long. Show. I, I think Billy's would have been fine because it added some comedy. Him yeah, ripping the closet door off and freaking out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's pretty funny. So they, they all they all go back out because they've got these powers, and they they start jumping around and testing, and they end up falling in the the creek that leads down to the water. That leads to the cool. The water just stops at this. I like, love that barrier. effect where you know they're putting the hands through, yeah. and it's like, oh, this is so good. Yeah, and then they, they all go through, and then they fall down because when they go in, it's like the gravity shifts. When they yeah, go and I love that they're like, how do we get back up? And they just have no idea. Mm-hmm. But they've got super jumping abilities, so they can just jump. And I like how that, yeah. they they kind of are like, oh yeah, that was obvious. When Jason comes out and yeah. just does it, they're right. like, oh yeah, we could have just jumped. Yeah. Right. So they find Alpha, well they find the ship, and then like Alpha shows up, mm. and he's Alpha was pretty good. I thought I thought they handled him quite well. 
Uh, <laughs> where he's kind of funny, but he's not over the top. They got in at least one I I I I. It's two yep. or three, I think. Oh no, it's the I one. only remember the one, and yeah. I just saw it. I fresh from it. Oh, there was definitely two because I uh, yeah. I was taking my notes. I wrote it down once, and then it came up again. So there was definitely two. It was only so, there was only one. When you proper take one. your notes, are do you bring a notebook to the yeah. the theater? Yeah. I can't do that. It takes me out of the movie if I'm sitting yeah, writing things. Yeah, me too. Oh, I, don't, I don't need to look at what I'm writing. It's just shorthand. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, actually, There's a sketch of, of, of <laughs> Alpha in there twice <laughs> to remind him how many times he did it. Yeah, I did a sketch. Because oh, uh, it was after it was after he showed him the Zords, I'm pretty sure. Or yeah. it was during the training sequence where he, he well, gave there was a, a Yeah, one. there was an exasperation of it where he's just yeah. like, ay, ay, ay. Hmm. Yeah. But. So after one of them fails badly, he, he, he gives mm-hmm. a, an eye, eye, eye. Uh, So he has that. I'm interested in Zordon. And again, I was talking earlier in the spoiler free section how Zordon has a bit more of a a bit more of an edge to him. He he is like he's not just he's kind inst- of a dick. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, he's, he's not yeah. instantly in support of them. He kind of like all right. Oh. If we get them to morph, if they get the power grid up and running, the morphing grid. I can use it to get back and get a physical form, and then I can take on Rita because these losers are never going to be able to do it. And yeah. so it gives him a serious bond with the Rangers when he has to sacrifice his chance to come back to save Billy later. Like that that actually it, it gives him something that they never had in the show where he actually sacrificed something and it gives him this bond with them where okay, now they have a reason to trust him and listen to him and treat him with mm-hmm. respect because he has shown that he is he's worthy of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, shown that he cool. trusts them enough to to take a back seat. And yeah. let them kind of figure it's, it out. It's, it's interesting, specifically Jason that he trusts and has that relationship with. Because obviously it's Jason whose place he would be taking. The other Rangers would still mm. be going out with him, presumably. Yeah. Well, like, that's what Zordon says. Yeah. There can only be one, one, one it, Red Ranger. Exactly. So it's it's him that, that they have that personal relationship with, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, which makes sense. It, it works. And uh, so we get, we get like a bunch of... They, they, they sort of decide to go back and listen and they sort of like accept to start training kind of reluctantly and we go through... And there's some cool montages here and one of my one of my favourite little scenes in the movie there's some montage... Like they're throwing around like the paper throwing stars at stuff at detention and mm-hmm. it's, mm. all, it's all amusing and all that. Uh, but one of my favourite scenes is... I think it's actually at the Krispy Kremes although this is before it becomes a plot point there's a Krispy Kremes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, Kimberly and Trini and there's a last bit, bit of cake, Right? And yeah, this, this is probably the, one of the first times in the movie where they properly start to feel like they're being friendly with each other, and they start uh-huh. fighting over the last bit of cake, and they start essentially doing like kung fu moves to try and get the cake from each other. Well, it's almost out of a Jackie Chan movie where yeah. he, you know, Jackie Chan makes the physical comedy with mm. the the kung fu, and it's the same thing here. But they're so Dude. they're so excited and happy. They're so like mm-hmm. happy as they're doing it. It's just it's energetic. You mean they're superheroes that are having fun. It's <laughs> such an alien concept. I was going to say that that like five seconds of kung fu little bit. It's mm. better than all of Iron Fist. <laughs> it's actually. I, I'm, I'm still only seven episodes in, so I can't. <laughs> oh, Iron Fist sucks so much. Uh, it's been a week since I watched an episode, guys. Oh, brace yourself, Matt. Brace yourself. Yeah, I know. There's a couple of things that I really like about their journey. Not only, like, basically, they, they can't morph. Billy does it accidentally at one point uh, after they, they see the Zords, or before they see the Zords for the first time, uh, because Zack and Jason are about to start fighting, and he steps in, and he accidentally mm-hmm. morphs. But otherwise, it's it's shown to be extremely difficult. Whenever they try, it doesn't work. Yeah. And I, I love the steps it takes to get us to the point where it works. I love that... Them as a team, after Rita comes to Trini and like threatens her and tries to like turn her, mm-hmm. uh, which apparently when she's talking and there's like glimpses of her past, apparently I didn't notice this myself, 
but apparently you can see a glimpse of the dragon zord in the background at one of those like little flashes uh, that, mm. that'll, that'll take some uh, still frames from the internet. Thank you very much. I, uh, I didn't yeah. catch it, but I will be going back to the real, cinema real as soon as possible. Too, <laughs> with, with the Zords, is that Zordon says that they, or Alpha says that they're based off of, you know, animals of that time. Yeah, the most powerful. Where the hell is a dragon Zord coming from? Well, that was the thing. She, she, she's probably not a planet. Uh, maybe, maybe. maybe hers is still modeled after whatever planet she was on last. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, that's my... And obviously, uh, I didn't mention that when they get shown the Zords, uh, Zach goes for a yeah. little joyride, because he's, he's reckless. I think that's what causes the fight, actually. That's why Jason starts... Uh, uh, well, no, the cause of the fight is that they're they're getting on each other's nerves because they can't morph fighting the putties. So uh, they start, you know, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. You're supposed to be the leader. Well, you don't listen. And then Billy steps in. But uh, no, so. so what I like about their journey to get to the point where they are, like, so after Rita comes to Trini, right, and Trini's like, look, this is all going down, and I think at this point Jason's already fallen out with Zordon, and Zordon's like, oh, this yeah. is never going to work. Yeah. They decide together, they actually take a vote that they're going to go and try and stop Rita. We actually get a, a scene with Rita, like, kicking their ass. Like, all five of them are trying to fight her. And mm-hmm. she... You know what, I actually thought that visually it was just too dark there, like, the lighting-wise. Oh, sure. For that little fight scene, I just, I couldn't see anything yeah, but I, properly. I it was really disappointing. I appreciate that they didn't do the the I don't know how to film a fight choreography yeah. where it's just uptight. At least they tried to keep the camera in a wide shot the whole time, and you kind of got a feel for the fight itself. Still better than Iron Fist. It's still better than Iron Fist. I just wish that, that's that's actually my complaint. I liked what I could see, but I couldn't see you enough know, of it. Oh man! If we're gonna create merch, that's got to be our first merch thing. <laughs> still better than Iron Fist. <laughs> still better than Iron Fist. Oh, but no. So I like that they make that decision on their own as a team, and even before that, like they, they sort of realize maybe the reason why it's not working is that we don't know each other. We're we're, sh- we're still technically strangers. We show up and train, but we're still strangers. So they have mm-hmm. that thing where they go come around the bonfire and Billy admits that he likes country music. He, no, he loves Sweet. country music. You know, he does yes. like, uh, and that was really cool. And Kimberly skips because she's still too like ashamed or whatever to uh, say yeah. her thing. But and that's when we find out that Tr- Trini uh, is gay. Like they sort of like heavily. Mm-hmm. It, the fact that like all certain countries are given this like an adult rating because of that one scene where it implies she's gay is it's a little bit heavy-handed in the dialogue of it. I don't know. I feel like it could have been a little bit. It's it's fine. It just could have been handled a little bit better. I I think that's true for some of the a uh, fair. Bit of the dialogue, though. I don't, I don't think that that's is true, and I don't think that's. I mean, no, I'm sure I'll point out a just, few other times as well. I like the way that it's Zach, who's who's reckless, kind of gets it out of her. Where he's like, "Oh, boyfriend problems, girlfriend problems," Do like and she's still kind of conflicted. Yeah, Do like she doesn't want to answer. Yeah, because she, she, yeah, she didn't answer. She dodges the question, which yeah. And I actually, do I like about that as well? Is I like that Zach seems like he's got a crush on her at first, mm-hmm. and then he's the one who kind of like, oh wait a minute, like girlfriend problems, and then. I like that she talks about how her parents want her to put a, want to put a labour on a her. Label. And it, that, that yeah. feels like enough to completely get what she's going through without yeah. like you know going super into it. And it, it works. And, and how, yeah, it handles it with subtlety. And so, you can't say that in a lot of blockbusters anymore. So they bond, and then they make a choice on their own, and then Billy dies. Like, Rhea kills Billy, right? So this is super dark. Oh. Just like, Rhea kills yeah. a ranger. And then, does she see the shots of them, like, coming out of the command center, like, holding them up? Carrying like, him? Yeah, the four of them holding them up. Uh, guys, my eyes got sweaty. Oh, man. Mm. Like, it, that's, I think that's when I realized how much I like Billy, and how much I, they made me care mm. about the characters. You is don't it, realize it until it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of exactly what they're all going through. And I, I'll admit, I called how he was going to come back, like... Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it was kind of well, obvious. I was going to, 
there's no way this is permanent because yeah. we got to see the Megazord. Exactly. Like, well, yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, does Zordon take the blue? Because his name's Billy Cranston and it's Brian Cranston. <laughs> I might walk out if that's the I, case. I think that was the sole reason that Billy had morphed before because then he was connected to the morphing grid. So he could come exactly. back through. That's why I don't think it's cheap. Because the setup, the reason why Zordon oh. can come back is because he's still in the morphing grid. And if the morphing grid gets up and running, he can come back. So yeah. they set up that Billy's already connected. And I'd argue that they'd already be connected anyway because they've got the coins and they've got the powers. But yeah, but, but they never they never properly connected because they couldn't yeah. get the suits. But Billy is. Billy had connected. So Zordon makes this sacrifice and that, that gives him this connection to the Rangers. And... The, the Rangers, the, the final step in their journey to sort of let them morph is that they all, and again, it's a little bit heavy-handed because I don't know if I quite buy them all saying it out loud, but they all agree that they'd all die for each other. And that's the final thing. That's the thing that says, we can do this. So when Jason says it's morphing time, you're like, F yeah, you've earned this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the fight when they come up as Rangers, really, really cool. I, it, was, it was quick, but I did like them sort of like dashing around, hitting the putties, uh, the big rock monsters. When they and when they jumped up out of the water, right, and yeah. they make the landing like that's the mm. TV show. Yeah, that was cool. Ashley over to me and went, "You're loving this, aren't you?" And I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Uh, if if you watch the show at this point, you just had a grin on your face for the rest of the yeah, movie. Yeah, because yep. that is not the 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 most like the show it got. There was another shot coming no. up, which uh, we'll talk about uh-huh. in a minute. But uh-huh. here's well, so I loved this fight. I loved how they were all dashing about. There were some really cool things where they're jumping about. I wish it was longer. Don't get me wrong. That's one thing I'd want from yeah. a sequel is yeah. I want some of this fighting to be extended out a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But Zach's like, right, hold them off. I've got an idea, and he runs off, and then he comes up with his Zord, and he uses the Zord to like wipe them out, and it is like badass. And, like, and this is some of the th- one of the things I love about the movie is that it does things that the show just for some reason never did. Like, you never got yeah. a scene like this where... No one ever said, let's whip out a Zord to take care of the putties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of because it was overkill. Yeah. Admittedly, the putties in this are much bigger and more menacing and dangerous, but... Yeah. Because they're rocks. Yeah. Uh, and as much as I don't think Goldar looks great in this movie, I do actually like the idea of the, the whole elemental thing where she makes rock monsters out of rock and then she makes Goldar out of gold. Like, I like the, the theory yeah. behind it, at least. Um, yeah. I would like well, talking I mean, Goldar. In, in the original series... All the monsters are made from clay, yeah. so it kind of, yeah. you know, kind of well, goes in line with that. These are from, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a thematic thing that, that works really well. It is. Uh, obviously, while well, this is all going on, because Zach figured out that the the Zeo crystal is underground, underneath the Krispy Kreme, which leads yeah. us to wonderful lines where Rita's like, "Where is it?" And he's like, "Krispy Kreme." He's like, "Is that a special place?" Uh, yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is. It is special. It is. It's special to all of us. Yes, it's special in our hearts. Uh-huh. Uh, Which is great because it's always. I'm gonna start calling my mother-in-law Rita because she loves Krispy Kremes. Mm. It's like a drug to her. <laughs> so when she yells Krispy Kreme, I lost it. <laughs> I oh, just dear. Uh, see, see that shot so, of her. Like so, so the, the parties are like wrecking the place outside, and she's mm-hmm. in the Krispy Kreme, and she's just eating a donut slowly. Yep. I'm like, first of all, Supergirl approves. Secondly, uh-huh. this this is outrageous product placement, but it's actually kind of funny. I'm going to kind of let it slide. It's the sort of product placement that that every so often a TV show will do, like you know, like uh, Chuck and Subway. Yeah, there, there, yeah. where it plays in with the joke. It's not just there in the as as a thing to see. It's part of the of the show and or part let's of the say film. If, like another sponsor was Pepsi, and everything was about Pepsi. So you had Pepsi and Krispy Kreme. I think it's overkill. 
the fact that it's just the one in you know and they mm. deal with it with a heavy hand but they play it up like it's this major importance yeah. it's kind of funny Joe, that's Joe, what makes me give it a pass so here's here's the line from Rita that I was so not expecting in this movie uh-huh. make my monster grow yeah I did not see them using that line I really I didn't. thought they had to yeah. I, I really thought they had to that's, yeah but that's, that's a step too far you know, oh, know and I'm glad they did it though and it made sense because she's pulling gold out of the ground oh, and yeah. it's oh, making so gold are bigger. <laughs> so and, uh, That's a prime example of something that you only care about that line and like that line if you like the show. Like, that's a pure nostalgia thing. If you if you don't care about the show, that line means nothing to you. That's I fine. do like that it works in context still, though. Oh, sure, so, like, sure. Like, even if you you don't question it, if you don't get it. But look how giddy we are about it. Like You're not yeah. going to be giddy yeah. about it if you... Like, yeah, no, so, no chance. Here's what I like. So after they beat the putties and they're, they're all standing in their suits... I love that they look over at the town because obviously they're in this quarry that's like a couple of miles away. Mm. They look over and they can see Goldar. They can see Goldar wrecking the town from this distance because it's that big. And that made it feel like, again, kind of... Because in the show, because it always cut to this footage from Japan, it always cut cut away. Yeah. It always felt like, oh, the, the face always felt really separate to the town. Whereas this felt like, oh, they'll, they'll look across and they can see Goldar messing around. Yeah. Like, Do you know what I really like this? Because obviously at this point here, it's devolved into a full superhero movie. Yeah. And, you know, there's a big giant monster... But it's just a small town, really. I mean, sure, yeah. the world's at stake in the, the larger scheme of things, but it's still just a small town that's being destroyed. Oh, it's yeah. not it's not a giant city. There's no beams of light, you know, it taking reminded that city. Me, yeah, it reminded me of Thor, when it's that little dusty town. Yeah. yeah. The destroyer's coming down Main Street. And, or for, you know, the stakes aren't New York City, but they for, are for this town. Forgive me for yeah. mentioning a Zack Snyder film, but even, like, the Smallville stuff from Man of Steel kind of feel... yeah. Like it's, it's that, have been fight, that, rising. It's, it's, no, no, it's that. If that Smallville scene was the final sequence, yeah, obviously that's what yeah. I mean. I just mean yeah. in terms of the small town face-off kind of thing they had yeah. going for it. And uh, so, so like, all right, we need to get our zords. So they get our zords, and there's a funny bit where Billy's reigning backwards because he, he can't. He's not quite sussed he it yet. Can't figure it out. But then when he spins round, they recreate that shot from the show with all the shots running in a line as they're <sighs> running towards the battle, and it's the beautiful. theme plays. And here's the thing. I was fully expecting an orchestrated version of the theme. I was not expecting yep. lyrics. No, me either. No. When that thing, because I'm pretty sure it's the recording from the '95 movie. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same version. Yeah. When that started, I mean, it only lasts like ten seconds. They let, they let the chorus play once, and then it's like back to score. But yep. Jesus Christ, I was like, oh man. Like, Joe, I was, I was really expecting it to be. Uh, as it became clear they were struggling to morph and get the suits, uh-huh. I was like, okay, so as soon when they finally get the suits and, and yeah. that's it, that's the moment gonna, it yeah. was going to play. And then it didn't. I was like, oh, okay. And then and then it yeah. gave me this. That was Because they better. were saving it. Yeah, exactly. You, you only have that moment once. Yeah. And they had to make that call. And I think they made the right they, one. They did. They, they did. did. Uh, so, yeah, we get the Zords all fighting individually. Uh, which is really cool. I, I love things like, you know, at one point, uh, Jason's T-Rex goes down and Kimberly has to come and save him and pick him up out of the rubble. Yeah. Like, cool, yep. working together, doing different things. There's a point where it's like uh, it's like Zack and Trini fighting Goldar whilst the others are trying to deal with putties mm-hmm. and other things. Like, I liked how it mixed and matched them. It used them in different ways. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that made it for fun stuff. Obviously, once we we get to the end of the, the Megazord fight, there's some cameos from old Power Rangers. Tommy's there, Kimberly's there. I think Jason was there as well. Uh, I didn't see, so I, I say to watch through the credits, and 
they had them listed as cameo one and cameo two. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see Austin St. John's name. I just really saw... maybe, maybe I was just uh, imagining things. Yeah, like, I thought one. But, and they were wearing pink and green, and that just of course they were, of course they were. Right, right in the heartlight. Well, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been easy not to do that, but it's just in the spirit of the show, and um, but that the lead up to the Megazord too. It's, it starts to edge towards that dark area. Do you know what it reminded me of? I, I won't go into too much detail, just just in case you've not seen it for spoilers, but Toy Story 3. There was a, a scene in Toy yeah, Story 3 this, yeah. this reminded me of. And it was, exactly. Right. That never crossed my mind, but that is exactly oh. it. Yeah, but again, do you know what I like? It's, it's them, He's got wet. It's, it's them working together. They're, they're holding the line. They're trying to stop Goldar from getting oh. to where the, the Zeo crystal is, the pit that's now in the, the ground. And they're holding... And they're going down, and I'm like, all right, they're going to... Uh, come together as they, when they go in the pit uh, oh. and I like the idea that no one knew they could do this like this is like a new thing because yeah. even mm-hmm. Rita seems shocked by it like he's yeah. like wait yeah. what? <laughs> my, what my biggest problem here is that I didn't see the, the I, coming together I, I agree. just kind of happens while they're in there I, I agree That's super disappointing the, the, the two problems with the Megazord that I have is one you don't see it actually there's a couple of like quick shots of like gears clanking like in the fire yeah. but you don't really yeah. see it uh, and then the other problem is is that once it's formed other than the fact that you can see some of the pink swords in the back for the swords, you can't actually right. tell which parts, which sword. That's yeah, the disappointing I, part. I would add a third complaint is that they're all in their individual sections. Like it works for what they're doing, but not having them in a command center up in the middle altogether all right. is, is something I missed a little bit. That's I, mean, I don't have a feeling about that one way or the other, but fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get I it. Like it how... makes sense because they're maneuvering their parts, but. Uh, well, I, I like that that they are not quite sure who's doing what at yeah, first. I do, yeah. and you know, the one and they have to go for team building. I, I don't think the Zord, the Megazord looked bad as as it was. It was just that I wish I could see which part was which Zord because that was the cool thing yeah. about the Zord. You could see oh the blue leg, the yellow leg, the so on and so forth. Yeah, like, you yeah. could see the parts, and I like that. Uh, it did kind of have little horns though, which was reminiscent of the yeah. the actual Megazord. So yeah. that's that's cool. Uh, so not only does it bitch slap someone. They, they, they see the Dissilla on the training sequences with the putties, but there's the Megazord <laughs> German suplexes Goldar. <laughs> Takes them straight to Suplex City. And do you know what it is? Uh, because they seeded it so well, because they're like, remember what we did when we were training? I was like, wait, are they going to German suplex Goldar? And then they're setting it up, and I'm like, and they do! They do it, and they do it. See, I, I didn't know the, the term for this, not watching, yeah. not being someone who's into wrestling. But it's still like, I knew exactly what they were going to do because they'd seeded it right. I was like, I'm still excited to see it anyway because that is going to be cool as shit in a giant monster thing. The only thing that was missing was a toe point and it looked like Kurt Angle was the Megazord. Like, <laughs> it was a pitch-perfect German suplex for a pin. Like, yeah. uh, I marked yeah. out so hard. And then they used the, uh, the pterodactyl wings as swords to uh, stab yeah. it. Stab it Although I did miss the... I was hoping somehow a sword could come raining down. From the sky. Uh, I don't like, think... Yeah, how do you was... make that fit, though, with everything else? You can't, but we got it in Pacific Rim. <laughs> we did. So, we did. You know, uh, but... Coral's not seen Pacific okay Rim, and we agreed... That's... Yeah, we agreed we're going to watch Pacific Rim before the new one comes out next year for Influx, and okay. I'm, exci- I'm, I'm excited for Connor's reactions to that, because that's a fun movie. Yeah. I feel like I'll enjoy it. Yeah. It scratched the Ranger itch until this came along. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Um, the one thing I will say, I will defend the Megazord in terms of how it looks slightly 
or at least in terms of the the transformations not being like because obviously we wanted to see the mechanical things clicking together and seeing which parts were working. Right, yeah. and I still want that don't get me wrong but I will say at least the way it happens it it works with the mythology that the movie sets up because it says they take the form of the, the the most powerful animals on the earth which implies that it's like nanotechnology that it morphs it literally morphs right. to form those things so it makes sense that the Megazord also forms that Emerged. way yeah. I like that ultimately it becomes a man as well yeah. like yeah. like human like, is, is the yeah. is the dominant thing we are the most powerful thing on well, the planet well oh. that's the thing I think that's why readers are surprised right yeah. because it's not some creature it's man in and yeah, and but it only becomes that when they all decide to work together. So it's almost like the, the if it's like sentient technology that decides this, it's like oh, man is just proving that they're powerful because they can work together. We become right. the Megazord. Yeah, so, exactly. Thematically, it works perfectly. It's just and and you know. Billy gets to name it, which is great because again, he's the heart. Mama Zord. Is, you know, no, that sounds lame. Mama Zord. Megazord. Yeah. Also love his yippee kaye. <laughs> oh yeah okay. like, we'll, we'll just leave it at that yeah, like, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah mother no we can leave it at that we can, we can leave it at that uh, Joe I also love I love his little clapping thing that he's got his really excited yeah. clap yeah. yeah I don't know it's, at first I was like that could get annoying but then it really grew yeah. on me but Billy steals the show Jason is not as anywhere near as bland as I, th- I thought he was going to be he's, oh. he has I do, character I do miss that he, he isn't some cool karate dude though no but he's called Fair. football dude so Fair. that's cool yeah. for me but he's interesting enough. Uh, Kimberly, I also like. Uh, I like all of them, to be honest. But K- Kimberly, I feel like Kimberly, her development kind of halted. Her plot was a little know? bit weird because she she goes to yeah. Jason and she makes the choice to tell him about what happened. She shared a picture of someone, a private picture that went around school, and so she was in the wrong. She's actually the, the bitches as, as as they were were right to be bitchy at her. Like she was the one yeah. in the wrong. Uh, the only problem I had with her plotline is that during the Zord fight, one something lands in their car, and she's like, "Oh, that's what yeah. you get." I'm like, "Wait, wait a minute, <laughs> you, you're the one who did something wrong." And you had the arc; yeah. you've you've decided you were in the wrong, so that was kind of weird. It's not like they earned right. that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's the one little nitpick I have with that. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I am really glad because in the trailer, Jason and Kimberly kissed. I'm glad they took that out because had that kiss still been in that scene, that would have felt forced. In oh, that was, I, I didn't see that trailer. Yeah, there was a kiss in the trailer, and I'm glad they took it out. Yeah, it did whereabouts not... did it look like it was in the movie? And I wish he admits everything in his bedroom. Oh, that would have been super weird. Yeah, so I'm no, glad no. they took that out. Because, oh, no. Because they came to their senses, and they realised, no, Tommy. She's meant to be with Tommy. No, no, no. no. Okay, I agree with that, but even <laughs> if they had of wanted oh, no, yeah, to have I know. this relationship, that's fine, but that would just, not have been the right way. Like... No, I agree, I agree. I'm just I'm adding that on, though. Like, I'm adding that on top of it. I, I like Jason so much in this movie, I'm worried about Tommy... Because he's traditionally my favorite ranger from growing up. He's everyone's favorite ranger. He yeah. still, still will be. Well, it depends. So, I mean, Kimberly, yeah. in many ways, is also my favorite ranger, but that's for other reasons. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone also agrees with that. Right? I, yeah. Joe, I think, I think Kimberly made me realize that I was straight, and then Tommy came into the show and made me question if I was straight. <laughs> <laughs> they both have some luscious locks early on. They do. They do. So, they, they do. They do. But... But, oh but yeah, uh, <laughs> and this is also making me on Wednesday. I'm gonna go pull the Power Rangers trade because I need more Power you Rangers. Should. In my life. It's a good comic. It's so good. I recommend it. So is it, I mean, you guys have already. There's a sale on Comicsology of that right now. Right now, like, yeah. Like okay. eight or nine issues. Uh, they're all on yeah. sale right now for a dollar each. Okay. So if you want the digital issues, easy, easy way in right go. now. Um. Yeah, so so the wrap up. Uh, obviously, there's a bit we didn't mention Jason's dad. There's a big thing where it's, it's, it's actually Roy from the office, which is weird. <laughs> weird. That was really throwing me off. Yeah. He's played 
He's playing dads now. Yeah, no. yeah I've, seen him, I've seen him in a few of those, these roles in the last couple of years. Yeah, but he, he, he seems like he's kind of... He's over, even though he's got a right to be angry at Jason, because Jason keeps messing things up, yeah. but he's, he's overbearing and whatnot. Uh, but there's that nice moment where Jason... He doesn't know it's Jason, because they're not allowed to tell people who they are. Uh, but right. Jason saves him from a car wreck, which, although I was a little bit disappointed he did it out of the zone, because I thought he was going to go up as the T-Rex and like flip the yeah. car or something. <laughs> but Scenes of Jurassic Park. You know, but it was nice. It was like almost... It was almost like, even though he didn't know it was his son, it was this moment of weird recognition. But there's that moment at the end, though, where he puts the the newspaper clipping next to his son's mm. newspaper yeah. clipping. Yeah. And it kind of felt like that was his acknowledgement. Like, yeah. You know, the, the moment mm-hmm. between them that I really liked is when he brings back the truck. That He, he, he was like, well, it wasn't even yeah. worth scrapping because they wouldn't give me any money. And he's like, look, it's up to you what you want to do now. It's you, it's, you're, you're a I man. Like your, your decision now is where you yep. go in life. Do you, do you fix your problems or do you ignore them? I like that. I like that. Do you, do you, do you want to mm-hmm. decide to fix this? Because uh, I think that's something in a sequel. You'll have that truck. And it's like, yeah. You've got absolutely. Uh, that's what they're all riding around in. Yeah, at least absolutely. three of them because they're all friends. You know? I think all five are friends at the, by the end of the movie. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's always been that thing where you see them all standing around together. And you're kind of like, huh, I wonder who the Power Rangers are. Not definitely oh, sure. five people standing in color sequence. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. Joe, sure. I love. There's a really cool reference for. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of cool reference for fans. There's stuff like the the, the the lines from dialogue and stuff like that. But there's a really cool reference at the end. It's uh, after the aftermath when we get all this montage of stuff going on, and they're all kind of in better places in their life. Uh, Trini's like fixing her room because Rita, you know, messed it up and they had a fight in her bedroom. Yeah. Uh, and I love that Trini doesn't go down easy, by the way. Like Trini puts up a fight in that scene. She but, does. She but, tries. She, but she's plastering the wall because there's a big holes in the wall. And our, our brothers are like down and they're drawing because the Power Rangers are famous now in the suits. And the brothers are like, Oh, I want to be this, I want to be that. And he's like, Oh, but how about the Yellow Ranger? He's so cool. And then Trini goes, How do you know this? How do you know it's a guy? And I was like, Ah, it's such a cool, obscure reference for fans of the show. Yeah. Because I, if you don't know, uh, in the Japanese, because obviously they took all the, the Zord and Ranger footage from the Japanese right. Super Sentai, in that show, the Yellow Ranger was a guy. Uh, that's why the Rangers. Kimberly has a, like a little yeah. skirt on her outfit to let you know it's definitely a girl. But, but the Yellow Ranger doesn't. never did. Yeah. yeah. And that's why. But that was such a cool little reference for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, take take that with the uh, the recreating the shot of the Zords with the music and then oh. the other lines of dialogue. There was a lot of cool little nuggets in there for people who gave a shit. It's, it's what you want a reboot to be where it doesn't forget yeah. the past, but it doesn't hold itself so, you know, it's, it's not the holding to, the to it. Yeah. 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 And... So I mean, it's obviously we've said there's problems. Look, some of the fight a little bit too quick with the first fight. We wish the Megazord was a little bit better. It can be a bit cheesy at times. Uh, some of the dialogue's a bit on the nose, but we are also positive about this. And I think it's because yeah, we do yeah. all care about Power Rangers, and I think that's a big part of it. I don't think I think people, other people, will like the movie, but I think for people yeah. like us who grew up on this, this is like such a great love letter. But whilst updating it to a a level mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, give me another six. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for yeah, it. Yeah, happily. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm quite happy to go back and see this another couple of times in the cinema. Frankly, that's what I said. I, see, I said that about Kong, and I really loved Kong. Right? This was better. Like this Kong. one, I'm, I'm definitely trying to figure out where I could fit in this week to go see yeah. it again. Yeah, uh, no, I, I really had fun. Uh, so, of course, and we end with them back in detention. They're doing their the little ninja <laughs> throwing star stuff. Uh, all yeah. super fun. Uh, Go to the titles, and of course, I, I knew there was a mid-credit sequence, so I'm sitting there quite happily. And I think uh, every single person in my cinema left. I really? was sat there on my own. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a idiots. But Matt, I think you'll recall. I think you'll recall the first mm-hmm. time we ever spoke about I... a Power Rangers reboot. 
I said to you, if the post credit scene does not use the Green Ranger, I'll riot. It's it's not a post credit scene. That's, that's... Yeah. Mid credit, post credit, it doesn't matter. The same goddamn no, thing. No, 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 no. I just mean if it doesn't, then it's All right, not yeah. like yeah. it's not worth your time. Yes, you know? it was the only thing it could have been. Yeah, and no, they, have been set. Well, I mean, they could have teased Z. Like they could have teased lots. They, they could have done, but yeah. it wasn't going to yeah, be. It was, it was may, always going to be this. But, but to be fair, they may not have had a post credit scene though as well. Like, that's a, that is an option, right? Yeah, that's also yeah. an option, right? But I said two, two, three years ago when they first said this was happening, I said. Oh. If the if the post slash mid credit scene does not tease the Green Ranger, I will riot. I'm happy to say I didn't have to get, get into any criminal activity because sure nope, enough, no. the tension and obviously they're not cast the actor yet, so I wasn't expecting to see someone. Oh, uh, but what if it was Jason David Franco just acting like? <laughs> yeah, I'm a teenager. Yeah, I'm, I'm still. I'd, I'd have kind of <laughs> enjoyed that for the goof. I want an outtake. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, sometimes you get outtakes on the on the, on the, yeah. Yeah. On the, the, the home release. I just want one of him sitting in the chair. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the teacher's like, is uh, Tommy Oliver here? And obviously I perk up. I'm like sitting up. I'm like, did he just say that name? He's like, Tommy Oliver. Uh-huh. And it cuts to a chair with a green jacket sitting there. He's not there, but there's a green jacket. And then it's like, it goes cuts to the hallway and he's like, is Tommy Oliver here? Is he here? And it's almost like the audience like, is he here? Is he here? And then there's a lot of joke about Billy blowing up something because uh, he's a scientist who blows things up. Yeah, yeah, with the lunchbox, which was the same as that he mentioned earlier. That's why he's in detention. Could be all admitting yeah. why they're in detention. I, I almost feel like they're getting in detention on purpose at this point. Yeah, because they want to hang out. That's how yeah. Billy stays there. Is he just, yeah. is, you know... Keeps blowing stuff up. <laughs> oh, by the way, when Rita does get bitch slapped, she gets bitch slapped to the moon. Yeah, I know. Is that <laughs> she's on the way to also, the moon? Also, when Zordon was talking about, there's greater threats out there too that just seeded for Zed, and I, yeah. I definitely thought we were going to get some kind of Zed and then whatever they want. Although I don't think we're going to Zed next movie. I think I feel like obviously you do. Rita gets Tommy as the Green Ranger, and or. I, or almost, given the way that she was in this movie, I think it may all almost go a slightly different way in the sense that maybe he finds the coin, he becomes the Green Ranger, but because it's connected to her, it's like evil whispering in his it ear. corrupts him. Yeah. Yeah. But Unt- this, until he overcomes the, the it. The second movie does seem to be, okay, this is where we do our own version of the Green Ranger yeah. saga. But do you know what I love about it, though? As I loved it because the Green Ranger was one of the team originally before she went evil. It sets up the idea that, well, he, well, he will be naturally integrated with them once he overcomes it. Right. I will say this, though. Her and the Green Ranger suit at the start of the movie in the flashback did not have the gold shield. I really hope that when he becomes yeah. the Green Ranger, he gets the gold shield. She mm-hmm. likes. She has a thing for gold. So yeah. there's there's that whole her staff's out there somewhere. Yeah, still. true. Maybe, maybe she'll create the shield for him mm-hmm. in the next movie. But yep. I want the shield. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was cool with the suits, by the way. The suits weren't amazing when I first seen them, but they've grown on me quite a bit since... Uh, yeah, they were fine yeah. in action. Yeah. Yeah. I think the helmets were a lot more reminiscent of the old helmets than I thought they were at first. Yeah, I think what was really throwing me off is the bits where you have like the close-ups on the hands and you have like the little the little bumps mm. that give it the yeah. texture, and it's like they're the bits that look weird. Well, yeah. I like that they say they're they're out and out armor. It's not just to hide their identity. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they serve a purpose. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I I I'm also cool with they don't need the face part of it when they're in the Zord because they're in a Zord. Yeah. So yeah. And it makes it so much easier for them to emote, so they don't have to yeah. do over-the-top things that we've, we've obviously seen but in the past. That said, during the, the fight with the putties when they, they were fully masked and they were shouting things to each other, I'm like, this feels the most yep. Power Rangers this movie is ever going to feel. 
is when yeah. they're shouting things whilst mm-hmm. they're fighting. Because as much as they don't do the cheesy thing where it cuts to them all saying something at the badass moments, it did it once or twice to a couple of them, where it was like, okay, you're yep. keeping the spirit of this without going yeah. into yeah. silly territory. And that was that yeah. was cool. Uh, and that was something we talked about when we did the old movie uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, no, pretty positive. Uh, I am actually. I, I was pumped when I left the left the theater. I was in a really good yeah. mood. I was like, oh man, I'm humming the tune. Uh, like I'm down for Zords. I'm down for more fighting. And it was a relatively cheap blockbuster. I know it's weird to say a hundred million dollars is cheap now, but it kind of is compared to a lot of the other big budget tent poles that are coming out. Yeah, it'll it'll uh-huh. safely make its its budget back, no problem. Yeah, uh, so I'm hoping it's in a nice safe place where it can be a mid-tier blockbuster that we do get more movies and just keep the writing good. You know what? I can do with only having half an hour of the Power Ranger action if you give me the good writing. That's fair, but obviously in the next one, with the, with the Power Rangers, I expected to open with, the, with in a fight scene. Oh, sure, I expect I, that I too. totally expect to open with them fighting as players. Joe, Joe, I think they could do it. I think they could have a lot more fighting, but they don't have to do the Zords till the end. They can have just have them yeah. fighting in the suits. Because yeah. they've, they've set up though, they've got super strength and they can jump and stuff like that. We can have really cool fight stuff before we even yeah. get to Zords. So that's absolutely cool. save save the Zords for the final battles. But here's here's yeah. the thing though. So if we get the Dragon Zord in the next movie, which we will, it, it's gonna cause chaos. Here's so obviously they'll fight the Dragon Zord first until Rita makes something for them to team up and fight. Right? Mm-hmm. Do we get the Dragon Megazord, where the Dragon Zord becomes the central core of the the Megazord? Do we get it? Yeah, because it would have to be Rita Zord. Yeah. And that's why it works together with all Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It would still work for it to integrate nicely with this mythology even yeah. better because because it, she was part of that team, it should be connected. If anything, it made no sense that? in the show that it connected because it was well, yeah. created yeah. individually. But Big cool. budget drill tell. <laughs> oh, Joe, I love so much. I love if it looks like Godzilla because, like, Tommy's a Godzilla fan or something like that. Like, he's watching Godzilla, and that's where the... Because the, the, the... It, it it changes. It looks yeah. like a dragon because it was Rita's, yeah. and then because it can change. Yeah. Close yeah. enough. That, not so close that they get sued by the people who own the rights to Godzilla, but close enough yeah. that it's yeah. that it's the dragon sword. Yeah. I'm cool. Uh, and if it still comes out of the water, which theoretically it might should do because Rita was in the water. That's... Where Rita came from, yeah. Yeah, and, and we established, like, it's a fishing village. We see uh, Jason's dad out on the water. In yeah, his boat. yeah. So, oh, that's neat set up for the Green Ranger stuff next next movie. Oh, that's that's top stuff. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Uh, Definitely. But no, so we get an evil ranger who becomes good next movie, most likely, and that's cool. So, and then Zed for part three. Super, yeah, Zed for part three, and if, then if they want to do things where the, the Zords change to the... the Thunder Thunderzords. or Ninja, whatever they want to do. It end with Zeozords. The Z- I mean, if they're doing oh. six movies, I think we'll get another movie with these Zords, plus the Dragon Zord, obviously. Yeah. And then that's maybe third movie. I don't know. I feel like they'll want to change them to the White Ranger right away, but I could be wrong. No, I thought that's a, a movie four thing. Movie four thing. Yep. See, this is how easy it is to map out six movies with these words. That's that's why it's like I can't blame them too much because it's so easy. You've you've got all your arcs just right there. Yeah, you, you, you've got four seasons with mostly the same cast to draw from. Yeah, it's that that's four just like that without even thinking. Which makes sense. We're going to end with Zeo Zords because they've set up the Zeo Crystal. Exactly. So. Right, do, I, do I start doing ratings on 121? We haven't done it before, but we do it in all the other movie review shows now, so... We're doing ratings. Sure. Let's yeah. do ratings. Let's do ratings for Power Rangers. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. With with this one, I'm kind of fighting myself. I'm like, I want to give it X high, 
Burnley. I want to hold that because I don't want to be seen as. I'm kind of doing the exact same. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm giving it an eight and a half. I, I am Boom. going. I am going to give it a solid eight. I'm not going to go to the half. Yeah. But at the same time, this is one I'm going to revisit, and I think this is going to become like the fun movie that I love from this year. Yep. See, I was I was debating between an eight and a seven point five. I was like, okay, I really like this, but is it actually a great movie? But screw it, I'm going with the eight. I had too much fun. It's a lot of fun, but I think the character writing, the way that they actually care about the characters, by the time we make that make that jump to the suits, I think it earns it. I think it earns the eight. Yeah. Uh, but we, we are all fans of the show, growing up, so keep that in mind with this. Uh... Before we go, there's actually one thing, one joke I wanted to mention. So the car, the, is it a Chevrolet that the, the, the Bumblebee is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's in the movie with the, the stripes Camaro. and everything. The Camaro, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's, I think it's Billy who, who like, he sees the car and flips it at the bad guys and then says, sorry, Bumblebee. And I'm not going to lie, I laughed. I, I, the me fact too. that he turns it into like a, a thing to throw at the enemy really cracked yeah, me up. It's, something, it's, it's disposable. Yeah, it's disposable. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, much like the characters in all the Transformers movies. <laughs> so I'd say just like the entire movies themselves. but Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, I won't yeah. defend any. Yeah, first one. I'll, I'll defend one as well. Yeah, that's I thought. I do like this more than Transformers one. So, yeah, yeah, me, yeah, too. me too. There you go. That's Power Rangers. That's Power Rangers twenty seventeen. Let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below, uh, if you liked it or not. Uh, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Individual twitters for us. I am at wibble eighty nine. Matt is at Matt of Steel fifty seven. Connor is at Connor Ryan ninety four. Uh, like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot if you do. Keep watching movies, guys. Hopefully, it'll be morphing time once again in a couple of years. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next time.